This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. This delightful Cavalier King Charles Spaniel offers hugs, paw shakes and high fives to help children of every age to dream, believe and shine. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. My name's David Waters, and over the coming months, we'll be talking about all things to do with Dogsthorpe Infant School. We'll be talking to the teachers, we'll be talking to the parents, and we'll be talking to the children themselves as they learn at Dogsthorpe Infant School. Now, today is a very special episode because we've got two very special guests. The best place to start is with the head teacher, Mrs Waters. So I joined Dogsthorpe Infant School in September 2001, which doesn't seem that long ago, but it really is, isn't it? And I joined as a newly qualified teacher in reception, and then my journey began. I I then moved to year one a few years later, and then I was fortunate enough to be appointed as the assistant head, followed by the senior assistant head teacher, then I became the deputy head teacher. And then over the years, I became acting head teacher for on a part-time basis. And when the opportunity arose, I applied and was successful at becoming the head teacher. And I will be starting my sixth year, I believe, as head teacher uh, next April. I understand it's your 72nd academic year for Dogsthorpe Infant School. What are you hoping to achieve in this coming year? We're really hoping that this year is a normal year, whatever uh, the, the word normal actually means now. As, as everybody knows, we've had two years of, of difficult times due to the pandemic and with school closures and bubble closures. And, and we're just really hoping that this academic year is a full year at school where the children will be in every day learning lots of exciting things and making great progress but one of the areas we really want to re-establish in our school is our parental engagement opportunities. Sadly, those all had to stop due to the pandemic. But we're really hoping that this, this year we'll be able to launch them again and have parent workshops and book buzz and shine times where parents can be invited and just rebuild those relationships because it's been tough for us all but we need to work together with parents and carers so that we can all help the children learn and make great progress in their learning too. Parents, thank you. You really had to take on the role of teacher, TA and and everything else and we really appreciate all the hard work that you put into supporting our children and we know that you had older children you were supporting younger children you were supporting and and a lot of you also had your own work that you were trying to fit in as well so we're just so delighted with how class dojo learning went and and we will be using class dojo throughout this year hopefully not for home learning but for opportunities um, for learning together and also as a communication tool as well but we really hope it's not needed for a lockdown learning situation 
It's yeah, sometimes so difficult to look too far into the future, and I think the last two years has taught us not to plan too far uh, far ahead. But we do want to look into the future, and and one of the things that we really want to do is is establish ourselves as a part of Hampton Academies Trust, a really established part of them, where where we're working together for the benefit not just of dog sort children, but for Hampton children too. When we work in partnership with our other trust schools, and I know that that Miss Catuso is leading a a brilliant curriculum development so that's always something we want to strive to improve all all of the time and and just making dog sorp infants the very very best it can be for our children for our little learners but also for their families too we are a lighthouse in our community and we want to continue shining out um, to all of the, the families in our community and so that we are such a central part um, of of everybody's lives and and we just we just want to re-establish that after the pandemic and move forward and and help not just our little stars to dream believe and shine but those little stars that will be coming to us over the next few years and also their their parents and carers too well i know you're a very busy lady so i better let you get on thank you for your time today mrs waters thank you and good luck with our brand new podcast you're listening to eddie edster's launchpad the monthly podcast from dogsthorpe infant school i got this feeling like it's starting now starting now i feel adventurous with you nothing that can hold us back hold us back we can do what we want to do because we got all the time in the world for better or worse we should stay together so let's stay young and in love we should focus on us forever yeah baby if you It's all about you.
are listening to Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast. Our next guest is Miss Gattuso, and I'm delighted to tell you that she is to be, and she's already started as, the new deputy head teacher for Dogsthorpe Infant School. I had completed a degree and a master's in education, and I actually had a project that I needed to do. And I needed some real-life school people to, to be able to do that. So I decided to become a teaching assistant. Um, I thought that would be a really good kind of way to come into school and to be able to um, practice all the theory that I'd learned over the last few years and also to finish my project off at the same time. Um, and, and that's how it started. So I came to Dogstall Pimpfant School about 12 years ago um, wanting a teaching assistant position, which I, which I got, um, completed my master's in that first year and then was involved in all sorts of different intervention groups. Loved the Dogs of Infant School and the, the children within the community and really felt that this was uh, a place that I could really grow and develop. A few years later on, I decided to do my teaching qualification. Um, so I had my own class, loved having my own class and really found my niche in life, I suppose. Um, then Mrs Waters, um, who at the time became the head teacher, kind of recognised the potential that I had kind of within the school um, and then I became the learning and teaching manager for year two. Um, that was a massive learning curve. There were lots of um, different skills to then to, to grow and develop um, and that for the next five years um, until I reached a place where actually I really knew the year two curriculum, the year two uh, team worked really effectively and I really wanted to kind of then branch out into into the whole school and so um, one step towards that was I became learning teacher manager for, for year one as well so I had kind of the whole of key stage one where I was working in and then um, the opportunity came up to become the deputy head of Dogs for Infant School and that was something that I was really excited about um, going for. What exactly do you do as deputy head teacher? What are your roles now? So I've been acting uh, deputy head since April um, and the first thing that I really have been focusing on is reviewing the curriculum. We know that we've had um, two years of quite a lot of disruption, lots of changes, lots of unknown and it's been really a great opportunity to be able to stop, pause, look at what we're doing within the school, look at what our children need, look at what our children need for their futures um, and then looking at the curriculum and seeing how that meets the needs. And so my, my first responsibility has been to really unpick that, look at what um, we want to uh, create as a school for our children. And, and that's the first thing that's going to be implemented in September. So for the next year, especially, it will be looking at that curriculum, making changes. Um, it's been very... We've really had a great opportunity to be able to stop and reflect over the um, over the last eighteen months and, um, and and make different make different choices, make changes, um, do something different because you know why why not? So, so really, kind of focusing on that aspect is that we really want to make sure that children are learning in their best way possible. So a part of those curriculum changes will be looking at how lessons are taught. How do we make sure that children remember the things that they are taught? Because we know that the more that children learn, 
the more that they progress and the more they progress, the more they're able to do. And we want our children in our community to be able to um, to reach for the stars. Our 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 motto is to dream and believe and shine. That's exactly what we want for our children. So how do we do that? And so that's what this year is going to be about for me. It's going to be really looking at how how we can make changes in the curriculum, but also how can we teach effectively? How can I really support the staff and to ensure that they are able to teach effectively so that our children can, can shine? What would you like to achieve in this next stage of your career in teaching? Two things. I think, firstly, the cognitive scientists are talking about how we are really developing... Um, as people, and we now know that the brain is not um, the only, the most important part of our bodies. That actually, um, there's so many things that influence us, and I think we need to prepare children for those that that future, a future that isn't just about academia, but it's about all the different vocational aspects that that children um, are able to to be involved and engaged in so it's starting now in the obviously of course teaching on those fundamental aspects of learning English writing maths of course but it's also looking at all of the practical aspects as well so thinking about the collaborative aspects thinking about problem solving thinking about our children as creatives and using all of those parts of a, of a child to be able to really help children to learn in lots and lots of different ways because I think that's going to be what's going to be important for the future. Alongside that, we know that that the world can be really tough out there, that it can be really challenging, and we want to really ensure that children have all the key skills to be able to be happy and healthy in the world. So alongside the national curriculum, their well-being, and looking at that side of children as well so that children are able to know that they can be successful and I think all of those things really requires some really careful planning um, but it also it requires everybody to be working at the same you know from the same page really and the other side of that is the technology side because we know that we live in a really you know technological world and we know that that's also where our children will go as well so how can we start that now how can we be creators with technology now how can we um, support our children um, in all sorts of different ways within school but also have those connections with home as well it's been really great over the last 18 months to be able to really work with our parents our parents have stepped in brilliantly as as teachers at home and we've really been able to do that through technology so it'd be really good to carry on using technology as a way to really bridge gaps but also to be able to connect and engage with our children when they're at home our parents when they're at home and and have our children be able to use technology to be able to demonstrate their learning in lots of different ways so we're not just thinking about writing which which children can find difficult at infant school but they're recording their voices and their their acting and they're um, using all sorts of exciting apps to be able to share what they know with each other You're listening to Eddie Edster's Launchpad, the monthly podcast from Dogsthorpe Infant School, part of the Hampton Academies Trust. It's the school where stars go to dream, believe and shine.